Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Joe, Dan and Jamie. Hello! What a boost! Indeed, indeed. Uh, WrestleMania, baby. Woo. 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 WrestleMania 18, woo, as the big show would say. Except it was, was it 38? Yeah, it was. 38. I was listening to another podcast this week and they were like, oh yeah, they kept calling it WrestleMania 37. And it was like banging my head on the table every time they said it. I was like, no, it's 38, 38. Give, give them a shout yeah, out. Looking on. forward Who to WrestleMania 37. This week. I can't remember. I've listened to that many podcasts this week. But, um, oh, yeah. 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 I do. I do listen to podcasts. <laughs> now, I don't listen to our own because, you know, I do them and it, it skews up the download figures. That's the problem. But how, how are we all? Busy weeks? Yeah, yeah very busy. Looking forward to those chalky Easter eggs next week. Oh, yes, it is. Ooh, week, it? it can take um, as long as it needs to for me because I'm back in work on the 19th. So next week can be as slow as it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I've done my master's, got my first assignment in. Uh, off work next week because I will be performing at the Grand Theatre. Oh, honestly. Probably in it for about three long? seconds. Of course, Taryn isn't watch? coming to watch. Of course, Why not? I've already bought the ticket. What am I doing? Kinky boots. Oh, you got they got the, got the musical right. I'll give you <laughs> no, I, see, I do know. I do have a, an interest in it. No, as you can see, these boxes here, the exchange went through on our house today. The completion is on Monday, so I've got to pick up the keys and then we can move. But the the issue is, it's like you know, you know when you change, um, like when you say, oh, "I need to move my TV and broadband over," so we're with Sky. So any international thirty five days. Oh, it's ridiculous. She's like, Yeah, we'll cut your um so we'll cut your supply when are you picking up the keys? I said, Oh, Monday or Tuesday, let's say Tuesday. Okay. So we'll cut your supply off for your internet on Tuesday and they'll activate it in your new property on April the twenty sixth. I was like, No, <laughs> you're all right, thanks. They were like, Well, that's the earliest it can be done. I went, if that's the earliest it can be done, then that's fine. So don't but don't cut my supply off in the house that I'm in now on Tuesday. Because I'll need some internet. I work from home as well, so that's been a palaver. So what we're going to have to do is, is we're going to have to move probably at some point. Well, basically, we've got another month in this house if we want to, because we've pay, we've got to pay and give notice for a month. Just anyway. use it as an office. Look yeah, how big so my office is. This house. I'm gonna, well, that's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to you work in this house for the, the next couple of weeks in an empty house. Um, just because the internet will be in this house um, until, yeah, and then move on that full day what, that the internet gets installed. Have you have you already said, like, yeah, it's okay, book it in for the 26th? Have you done that? Yeah, because that's the earliest thing. Just go, just go online, go on the app, because they said that to me, and then they have a cancellation. You can book it, like, the next day. I tried to do that, though, and now when you try and do a home move on the app, it says, please ring us. They've got rid of it, because when I moved last time to move back here, that's what you did, I did yeah. it on the app, but... Yeah. Who knows? So yeah, so it's been a busy week of WrestleMania, baby business, and starting to pack this house. At least you're wife. finally moving house. Exactly. The wife's got COVID, so we're dealing with everything at the moment. But yes, but at least it meant that with a newborn baby, I had an excuse to stay up to watch WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday. And you know what, guys? I'm going to say this now. I was pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed you both nights. Yeah. Or, or was it the 
the premium <laughs> live event of the year? That's the question. I mean, it's Mate. better than anything AEW's done in, oh. ever. ever Dynamite was better I've, than WrestleMania. <laughs> None of them want to stay there. They're all jumping shit to WWE. Pay-per-view oh, every year. The no, what Cora the Jade's jumped over as well. Cora Jade, we've got Cora Jade, so just wait for MJF. Jade, now we've got Cody. MJF yeah, MJF is gonna, he's gonna. I mean, jump MJF is really twenty twenty four. Well, yeah, he's contracted yeah. to twenty twenty four. He's already said he's, he's basically happy. going. He's not happy. He's not happy because not Big Joe's here. That that security Joe. guard. Do you remember that's back Samoan in the day one. when he got that's pushed? Samoan Joe, yeah. He got pushed by that security by Samoan Joe. Most wrestlers want to push, though, don't they? Yeah, but very, very many of them rarely get it, you see. But, hey. um, but yeah, no, good uh, good weekend. I'm hoping Dan and Joe, or at least one of them, watch Stand and Deliver. He watched I certainly it was didn't. at 6pm. Yeah. <laughs> I know, what yeah, well, doing? I didn't watch it because I thought, if WrestleMania turns out not to be very good, WrestleMania Saturday... I don't want to burn myself out by watching wrestling during the day and then having to watch however many hours WrestleMania Saturday will be as well. So I thought, no. It was a nice break because we had Stand and Deliver, then that finished at nine, and then I watched all the Hall of Fame, and then it went straight into the pre-show. Happy days. I thought it was going to say the bump. (laughs) Then we had the bump. I did watch watch the Hall of Fame. Did we enjoy the Hall of Fame? I thought it was... The round, right amount of time given to everybody, including The Undertaker. And I actually enjoyed the fact that there was... I know there was probably less participants this year because they knew how Undertaker was going to talk for. But I'm quite happy for there to just be that many participants every year. There doesn't need to be 10 people in WWE. Well, they, they asked you now because they're running out of people. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> and a legacy. They didn't have a legacy wing this year, I know. All hail Queen Charmel. Mm. All hail Queen Charmel. What I will say about that is they did... You know, like the video packages that they do before they get inducted. They did a very, very good job, I will say, the production team of WWE of making me care about Queen Charmel. I actually, you know, I watched a video package that was like, you almost felt a way, felt like coming out of it like, oh yeah, no, she deserves to be inducted. When looking back on it, no, of course she didn't. But the video package was very good the way they did it. I skipped it completely. I gave her the respect by watching it, and, and it wasn't bad. She was very pleased to be there and, and whatnot. So, yeah, but... he was pleased too. But um, I don't want to hear another story about the macho man Randy Savage and cows. I, I don't want to hear a story about that ever again. I was waiting for the big thing that was going to happen, like, oh, where's this going? This is going to be fun. When it didn't, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. It was like the nervous <laughs> laugh. You know when somebody tells you a story about their weekend and you're there like, I was just waiting. I just, I just wanted Scott, Scott Steiner to do some sort of maths pun to say something, and when he didn't do it, I was a bit disappointed. But uh... it's, it's great to think now because uh, I saw the meme when when Scott Steiner and Charmel went in that every single member of Main Event Mafia from Impact Wrestling is now in the WWE from the Hall original Main Event Mafia. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But what about My the Undertaker? He could only wish he was in the main event Mafia and Impact. Only what do we, uh, all of us wish we were there. What that, do we I think of the Undertaker speech? Incredible. It was good. I didn't get bored all the way through it. He took us on a journey. He took us on a good story. Uh, but he didn't mention Mick Foley. So, minus yeah. five stars. Because he didn't mention Mick Foley. So. I did, I did minus five stars, did you just say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I honestly don't think there was any. I think he just there's that many people to thank, and for, I, I don't think there was any disrespect towards it. I think it was just genuinely, you know, because I'm sure there'll be somebody out there going, "Oh, he didn't mention this wrestler, he didn't say this, and why did he always?" Because I honestly thought he'd speak a bit more about Kane, and it was most, more like a couple of sentences. But of course, it was. He had that much to, to talk about. So yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any animosity there. I don't think there's anything off it. I think it was more just a fact that Noel Foley just, doesn't agree with you. Well, she doesn't, but she's pointless as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> she's got absolutely I mean, no. Let's have a little bit. I mean, because. I had this discussion with somebody. I can't remember who no, it was. No, you didn't. It's like... But, um, like, all I remember from The Undertaker... It was in the chat, weren't it, I want to say? Uh, all I remember from The Undertaker, Mankind, is the Hell in a Cell match. Apparently, they had a, a casket or buried alive match as well. But you look at his rivalry with Kane, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker. I don't even remember another match with Mankind besides those two. He did have, I want to say he had one at maybe In Your House. Maybe I'm making that up. Didn't he like choke slam him onto like the concrete on the outside? But I think when, when Mankind used to wear like the brown yeah. outfit. Um, but no, I know what you mean. There was no like long standing feud. Like, like, like obviously, you, say, if you think about Kane it, the King of the Ring. The King of the Ring is obviously one of the most infamous moments in WWE history. There's no doubt about that, terrible, obviously. Terrible, but um, yeah, like. Besides that, you can't think of anything else. No. And, and that's a fair point. Like I said, I don't think there was any animosity against that. He just, there was far too much. And he's mentioned it on Broken School Sessions. He's mentioned mm-hmm. how much he respects Mick Foley. He's gone in depth about the matches. There was really no need to mention it again, really, in, in the Hall of Fame, other than a nod. Um, so, yeah, I think Mick Foley knows the respect that he's got from him. Uh, Sure, there's no hard feelings, but um, one thing I will say is, is we know what the Undertaker is going to be doing now. Now he's retired, he's definitely going to be doing these bloody TED talks or motivational speaking. After that, <laughs> that was almost like a rehearsal for his new career. He's definitely going to go out and start touring and doing these talks now. <laughs> he was far too into it with the, you see, the his, his little headset. <laughs> he had the headset. He's like <laughs> Joe and Jamie today with the headsets and the mics. Yeah, he's a. Uh, He's definitely doing a TED talk. It's like when you wake up, isn't it? Like you've fallen asleep and then you wake up at three o'clock and your tally's still on. They've got the seance squad on the tally. It's a bit like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like a um, televangelist. That's it. Yeah, Mystic I Meg. Mean, we have Mystic Meg in the UK. He's he's going to be the America's version of Mystic Meg. Well, he's like a born again Christian now. I don't know if he's Catholic. I don't want to get that wrong, but he's certainly a born again Christian or Catholic one of the two now, isn't he? Because I know he thanked God at the end. Um, that, that's All it, Americans that's thank God at the end now. Well, they do, yeah. You it's win very... a Super Bowl, I like to thank God for making me win this. No, thank your talent because you are really good. <laughs> who was it who... Oh, which boxer was it after a match? I want to say it was maybe Evander Holyfield. There's quite a famous clip of him on YouTube. And they're trying to interview him after he's won, won a match. And uh, every question he goes, well, yeah, it's, it's, that, it's because of God. And thanks to God and glory to God. And they're going... Let's let's just move. They quite respectfully say to him, like, okay, putting religion aside, of the field because he's ten questions that they've asked before. He's just answered with God. They go putting religion aside and looking purely at you know the match. You know, how do you think he did? What spurred you through? Because he goes, well, yeah, he said, he said, if it wasn't for the glory of God, and he just he just doesn't <laughs> stop. Honestly, I'll have to try and dig that clip out and send it to you. But 
Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird juxtaposition, really, isn't it, with the Undertaker thinking he's a very strong born again Christian or Catholic these days, and uh, he's spent a career he's digging been... holes and burying souls. He's been redeemed for his sins. He has. Well, he's hopefully, he's when he's standing at the pearly gates, when he eventually passes on, he will be forgiven for not for throwing Mick Foley off the Hell and Hell. He'll be forgiven for not mentioning him in his Hall of Fame speech. All will be forgiven, I'm sure. <laughs> well, he's um, think of what he's gone through. His wife, raped by a motorcycle gang. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, that Vince crew. <laughs> <laughs> Dan was like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, Vince said that to Undertaker. <laughs> well, to Paul Heyman. as well. About... About, yeah, yeah it was. Away. Yeah, it's when he was yeah. general man, find out general manager. Oh my <laughs> dear lord! And a quick nod to Vader as well, because oh, and Chad Gaspard. I enjoyed both the Shad and the Vader inductions as well, and both very well deserved, as we mentioned last week. Um, do you guys want to just let me know what you thought then about NXT? Then uh, whoever did watch it, because I do need to go back apparently and watch the. Was it the Gunther, what's it, Gunther Walter, I want to call him Walter and LA Knight? Am I right yeah. saying they pop? Apparently, that was the match of the night I've read online. I don't know whether you it guys was. concur. But um, yeah, I, was, I'll probably, yeah, I probably won't go back and watch the event, but I'll probably watch that match. Gunther, well, the, um, I think it was, what was it, the ladder match, uh, the first ladder match rated over four stars. The Gunther match was pretty decent, but there's rumors that um, Walter and um, uh, Fabian Eichner. Or is it Marcel Bartel? One of the two. They're being called up. They might be on SmackDown um, or Raw within the next couple of weeks. They've uh, split a little bit of the Imperium on uh, NXT. But yeah, it was, it was a decent show. Um, the women's tag title match kicked off the show and it was awful. Um, but it was generally it was an okay show. You know what? The crowd were really pumping for it. Had a good atmosphere um, with it as well. It is worth the watch. But then again, I've watched NXT this week and they've kind of started a new sad new storylines. Gonna, well, we're going to need some new tag team champions now. And Pretty Deadly from NXT UK made their debut. And they've got new names. They, uh, they've gone from... Um, uh, what were their names? I can't remember their names before. But they're now called Elton Prince and Kit Kit Houghton. Um, but before they are like Sam Howley and something else. They had like, like normal British names. Lewis Howley when... and Sam, Sam, Sam Stoker was their names before. Now they're Elton Prince. When they come up with these new names, when they repackage or rebrand or just come up with these new names for people, they must have two hats with names in. And they must go, right, this hat has the first names in and this hat has the second name. And they go, oh, yes, Damien Priest. And that's how they must wear. <laughs> these names are terrible, I swear. But quick question then. Obviously, like you say, they've been brought, don't want to say promoted. I suppose it is in a way. But, you know, they've been moved, should we say, from NXT UK onto NXT, the American NXT 2.0. What type of reaction did they get? Did people know who they are? I suppose they didn't, did they not? The I mean, I people backstage like did. Yeah, the commentators yeah, did. Yeah, but I mean, like, the, the audience, was there actually any reaction? Like, oh my God, it's them two from NXT It was UK. more booze, because they were heels in NXT. They had a tag team title ring for just under 300 days. There was, like, slight booze, but no, I don't think really they, they knew the problem. But they, you asked most people, you ask most UK people, do you watch much of NXT UK? I mean, I, I follow it. I enjoy it. I really like the product. But the m most fans don't watch NXT UK. Is there a crowd back now? Ish. There's about 50 to 100 people in the BT Sports studios. But it's a good... If you think about it, it, it is starting to pay dividends. You look at the people that they brought from NXT UK up. You, you start off with Rhea Ripley. She was the inaugural champion. Then you've got Tony Storm. 
Um, Mako Satamora, she won't be in NXT UK for long, should be up. But then you've got Kaylee Ray, uh, Dewdrop. Um, you've got um, A-Kid, he's just come up. And now you've got... A-Kid, um, A-Kid. A-Kid, yeah. And then you've got the um, Pretty Deadly. They've made the jump up. And Grizzled Young Veterans. So it is a farm for... Um, talent, the UK talent, and they are starting to move them up. And I do watch the product, and they're starting to get new talent in the UK brand. And I know they're only on pennies, but th- th- it is a good way of farming and showing what the British talent can do. And it sh- it's bringing more British ta- uh, faces on the US screens, which is always a good thing. Fair enough. And were we surprised or pleased with the result of the main event? Obviously, we know that changed on Monday. But um... um, I. It was a bit of a shock. I think everybody was thinking that Ziggler was going to lose and that would be the end of it. But I liked how they did it on Raw. I think they wanted to test how Breaker was going to get over in front of a Raw crowd. But the Raw crowd were a little bit flat with him, to be fair. But were, I'm, okay, yeah. I'm okay with it. But it was a bit strange. It left everybody a little bit breathless. But now he's got the belt back um, and they're starting a feud with Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy locked the dog face gremlin in a cage on NXT this week. Um, so they're starting up something with that, which might be quite fun. Joe Gacy, remind me, he's the one who's supposed to be like, like a non-woke yeah. character yeah, type, it, yeah. is he? Yeah, he's woke. Fair enough. Um, so woke. I concur in respect of um, Bron Breaker and the fact that they were a bit flat because I'll shock you all now. I watched Raw. I watched it Tuesday morning all the way through. That's probably the first time I've watched Raw all the way through for two years. I'm not even going to joke like I actually watched it properly. And it wasn't a bad Raw, to be honest. It was it was all right. The the end was a bit meh. What about Cody's tears, though? I, I didn't mind. Do it for you, Dad. I didn't My mind. Father. Story, to be honest. I, I, I thought it was belt, nice. But because he had to beat my countout, he wasn't the champion, and now I want to be the champion for you, Dad. All right, Cody. And then he's I, d- I did read it was uns- I did read it online. It was unscripted, which makes it sense was. because he mentioned the word wrestling in it, and I thought, oh, Vince won't like that. Well, and there ain't any wrestlers. He goes, he mentions on a bump. He's like, oh yeah, I was talking to my friend Tony Schiavone the other day, and yeah, me and Matt and Nick were talking about this the other Does day. Does he and- say AEW? Yes, he says AEW once. He's like, yeah, because I came over from AEW. Um, like he dro- he was dropping these and he said, oh yeah, I love theme parks. Me and my friend Aaron Solo, we checked that ride out the other week. I'm thinking you're just purposely like Jericho was on that uh, Stone Cold Seconds. He's gonna drop in names in. It's gonna open up the conspiracy theorists out there to say that Vince McMahon really owns AEW <laughs> because of all these mentions, but. Right, let's have a look then at Mania. So, of course, as we know, it was a two-nice event. It was Mania Saturday and Mania Sunday in Arlington, Texas at the AT&T Stadium. I actually, really? know, I actually know somebody who went. I, I think they they went to SmackDown and the Hall of Fame, obviously, because it's the same night, and WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday. They didn't go to NXT. They didn't go to Raw because they were coming back, I think, on Monday. And uh, he, he was putting some updates on Facebook whilst he was there. So he had a lovely time he did um please please tell me nobody sat through the total over the two four hour pre-shows no we started watching joe and i watched 10 minutes of the first bit and it was like countdown two hours and they were literally <laughs> no just matches like, and it was booker t saying business about six times in a minute i was like you know shucky shucky quack when I turned it on, maybe with about 10 15 minutes ago, so I on Un- WrestleMania Saturday, yeah, I saw like the last 10 15 minutes of the pre show. And quack. as I turned it on, he went, Chuck it up, and I was like, for Christ's sake, I'm not uh, gonna I, do this. 
Yeah, I watched the whole pre-show on the Saturday, but on the Sunday, hey. I, I slept until 12.45 and I woke up to watch night two. Pretty much what I did on, on Sunday as well. I was very much tired from, from night one. Um, before we go into each match then, and we'll obviously have a look at our predictions and score ourselves as well, I don't care what anybody says. I should get 100 points when I said, because it was my prediction, I should really get 100 points when I said, WrestleMania Saturday will be more entertaining and better than WrestleMania Sunday. If you all went, oh, whatever, and it definitely was. I don't care what anyone Even online, even online says it was. Yeah, maybe Dan did. Maybe Dan agreed with me. The match of the weekend was Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Featuring Mark Henry's son. Believe you me. Exactly. Generational talent right there. They, um, they reported that WrestleMania Saturday had an attendance of 77,899. WrestleMania Sunday had more, 78,453. Um, really, apparently, night one had about 65,700. And it was very similar, about 65,600 on WrestleMania Sunday. So, as WWE liked to do, they added on about seven or eight. Yeah, because all the, it's all the staff and the wrestlers are there too. They are in attendance. Well, They're that's the what audience. they probably do. Yeah, they probably do. They probably include the wrestlers as well as part. Of yeah, that. the wrestlers, the staff, the commentary, everyone. They are. They are in attendance. They're not lying. <laughs> right. Let's start then. So WrestleMania Saturday, we had seven matches in total. And we're going to start off with some controversy. And you know we're going to start off with some controversy here to do with predictions. So before we get on to the predictions itself, let's just have a look at the match. Let's see what we think. So we opened up the night, weirdly, I thought, with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. I thought when they said, oh, this is going to be the first, because they said that on the pre-show, didn't they? They said, oh, we're going to kick off in a moment with the first match, and it's the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So I was like... That's a bit of a strange one to start with because usually you want like a shit hot match to start the event off. What with. Yeah, anyway, so it was the Usos defending uh, the championships against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Who went for Nakamura and Boogs? So, That's all I'm saying. This is, well, I will find if you want to go there, I was going to say oh, let's talk about the match first thing. before the predictions, but I will. It says everywhere online, everywhere, and I can pinpoint you to many articles. Everywhere that Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs were booked to win the titles, but they had to change it on the fly due to that. So I'm very much debating whether or not I should be getting the points here on this one, since you know acts of God meant that they had to change it. You know that was booked because was they booked can't give Taryn a point. That's why. Like, Taryn, get a point. No, it was very much booked with what I was going to say, and because of a serious injury. They had to change it. Uh, we, For me, we either give the sole point to me. Was I the only one that said Shinsuke Nakamura? Rikis, I can't remember. Yeah, because he yeah. never defends a title. <laughs> we either give the sole point to me or we declare that match null and void. As you want to talk about voices, null and void? We'll get on to that later, don't you worry. What do we think Think about the match then? Before we look at the predictions and giving me the points, what, what do we think about the actual match then? Was it, was, it the right, was it the right match, Joe, to kick off maybe? Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I thought it was going to be on the pre-show. So first match is fine. Shinsuke and Rick Boots come out looking like Pikachu from Pokemon. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to thought it was going to be on the pre-show. 
it is a theme about Boots' added, you know, injury, but it was the right, it was the right kickoff match. Like the first hour of WrestleMania, I'll get on to the second match in a minute, was like you could have just fast forwarded it really, but yeah, it was all right. It was, I think, a case of the fact. I mean, Rick Boots, I don't, number one, I don't care what anyone says, and we can prove it two ways. He was not playing that guitar. Just if he ever plays the guitar, I don't know, because I don't watch SmackDown enough, but he wasn't playing that guitar on the. Two reasons. One, it wasn't plugged into an amplifier. And number two, he it's stepped wireless. Through, no, he stepped through the ropes at one point and took both his hands off the guitar to get through the ropes, and it was still playing. <laughs> So, I, I don't know, but I get it with his character and whatnot. But hey, I tell you what, he isn't as good as a previous WWE superstar that played the guitar that now long lives Rest in the memory. Now, now his brother's on the main roster. I didn't know, know Jeff Jarrett's brother was on the roster. <laughs> We're going to get Imagine, to, to that, be fair, but... they could actually do that. Yeah. Ezekiel oh. Jarrett. Let's shall we let right. Let's talk about that now because we're probably not going to have time to get into Raw. We saw Stupid. We Elias is the, the greatest talent in the world. We it's a universal rumors. truth, Jamie. It's a universal truth. I noticed it's... that you know that picture that leaked of him when he was going to be in two K twenty two, and he was there in his attire with the trunks at the um. I'll call them wristbands to another word, another word for him is the pads and stuff. But he still had his full beard in those pictures as well. And obviously it was rumoured, wasn't it, that McMahon decided against that. It was too close to Macho Man and all this kind of stuff. Well, his ring attire was exactly the same as what it was in the pictures. So they decided to go with that. But they've obviously said, get rid of the moustache and the beard. So that's gone. And when that Ezekiel came up on the screen, two things went through my mind. One, Ezekiel Jackson's back. And then two, when he started walking out, I thought, oh, they've got brought out a jobber for some reason. They're doing this weird thing like they do sometimes with jobbers where they give them a bit of screen time or they give them a mic type thing just for a squash match. And then when the camera zoomed in on him, I did know it straight away. I thought, that is Elias. And I thought Kevin Owens' promo was quite funny. Where I like the fact that they um, acknowledge the fact that it was Elias because sometimes they'll just, you know, brush over the fact, like, like pretend that, no, this is a, a repackaged character. We don't want anyone to, you know, thinking back maybe to, like, Lord Tensai, for example, they didn't want anyone to know that that was Albert or Adrian, whatever. No, this, as far as I'm concerned, this person has never been in the company before, type thing. Whereas with him, they were very much like, no, we want you to know that this is Elias and he's, you know, his character is that, no, I'm his younger brother, whatever. Um, Poor Elias, he's going to be released in the next couple of months. Isn't he he, he looked like Tommy well. Pickle's dad, didn't he? From <laughs> yeah, he did, he did, yeah. <laughs> I, I I, really wish for him, because I like Elias, but that that's going nowhere. That's it. T- terrible, terrible. The only he's thing that they could do to the save bank. it, the only thing that they could do to save it is have a cinematic match of Ezekiel <laughs> and Elias teaming up against the Usos for the titles and he gets to play both parts because it'll be cinematic. We can only hope because he's going to need something to save his career after this. But anyway, back to Mania. Match one, solid enough, I thought, but very unfortunate for Rick Boots and such a unfortunate way for it to happen as well, obviously, just with the... You know, I've got no doubt he can pick up the weight of two Usos because... Look at the size of the guy. It must just literally just be one of them things where fate would happen. Yes, knee 
conks out a bit and, and tears. And he's had his surgery, apparently. He's going to be six to 12 months. He seems like a guy that can jump on it quite quick, very athletic. So hopefully more close towards the six, seven, eight months out thing rather than 12 months. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. The <laughs> winner, the, get the bets on now, the winner of the Royal Rumble. Um, but yeah, and, and quite good of them, I think, to sort it out on the fly as well and, you know, not just change the well, winner of the match, but also the way that, that it happened as well. You know, they are professionals and they did it quite seamlessly, I thought, as well. You know, there didn't seem to be much obvious communication between the referee and themselves as well. They they pretty much did that fairly well, I thought. So, Because they were never going to win. <laughs> well, question for you now then is, is um, did we enjoy the match as far as an opener and... Would we have been happy with the original winners of Boogs and Nakamura? Or are you kind of happy that, whilst we're not happy with the way that, of course, they had to retain it, because we don't wish injury on anyone else, are we happy that the Usos, just by fate, walked out with the titles? They don't let down their tribal chief. They're always going to win. <laughs> what a boost. There are Usos. What a boost. They were never going to lose. lose. Never. Don't be so, don't be so it stupid. It says everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, much like it says Taron's bottom of the table. I'm going to I'm going to throw this to someone who's quite fair with Joe. And I was going to say, Joe, for this one, there's two options. Well, no, okay, there's three options. So I have to be <laughs> Taron gets no well. points. Either Joe, because Joe's the fairest here, either... I get the point because that was the original ending and no one else does. Or you three get the points and I don't, even though that wasn't the original Yeah, because we predicted the right answer. Or we go null and void and nobody gets the points on that one because the Jim, ending you want that the, happened you want a point wasn't or the don't ending. You want a point? Ooh, well, this is why I'm just please. saying it, to be fair to everyone. Don't be so stupid. Oh, I mean, be... Tara, me, uh, Jamie, and Dad all predicted correctly, so we should get a point. <laughs> Even though that wasn't the booked ending, Joe, is that what you want to go with? Well, it doesn't matter what was booked; what that's what actually happened in the ring. So. Right, okay, no, that that's fine. I'll remember you when it comes to my Christmas card list. There we go. Okay, I'm sorry, I got no friends anyway. You got no fans. <laughs> you got no ground. A match that I think we can pretty much gloss over fairly quickly, the second match of the night. So Drew McIntyre successfully defeat Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss in his corner via pinfall. Um, went on longer than the opening match. Surely that was just a match. Surely the only reason they put that match together was just so they could do that weird, stupid ending with the ropes at the end. That was the I was reason. sports entertained, okay? I was sports entertained. I was sorry, they're doing bad. a madcap. You know, they're, they're teasing madcap going on a singles run. You're the on Andre the Giant. Or as oh, they said oh, on the pre-show, the Andrew... Do you see I that saw Andrew it! The, the Andrew the Giant Battle Royal. Did you see that, Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the winner of the Andrew the Giant match. Oh, it's renamed. Somebody got sacked. So <laughs> they all got points somebody there, call your mama. Well, we all got points on that one. I'm very happy to say. Taron got a point. Wow. I'm very happy. How does it feel, Taron, to actually get a point? Well, technically, I'm on two, but we won't go any further (laughs) on that one. It would Um, still finish bottom even if we gave you that point. (laughs) Well, we will see. Um, (laughs) No, I I thought, look, we, we we knew it would be stupid for 
happy Corbyn to have won that match. So they they went with the, the right winner. I am going to be honest, though, I can't really remember much of anything from the match. But night one's better, yeah. Point, other than, well, we're getting there, we're getting there. Um, <laughs> Other than the rope breaks with the um, with the sword at the end, and it's certainly not one I feel the to ever go back to watch. We've got Drew McIntyre, Dillian White in two weeks. I'm calling now. Drew McIntyre is going to be in the audience, and he's going to challenge. <laughs> what you mean, like at WrestleMania? <laughs> he's going to be. He's going to challenge them. I'm going to watch it. Twenty quid on box office. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you straight away. The first um, entertaining match then that I was thoroughly sports entertained by the night then. And now I'm into the show, go on. I'm into the show where The Miz and Logan Paul defeated the father and son team of the mysterious Ray and Dominic one. So the prediction on this one How it Mysterios in there. Interesting because me and Jamie both went with the Mysterios. However, both yourselves and Joe went with Miz and Logan Paul, so you two come away with the points on that one. Um, I I was entertained by this. I thought Logan Paul, to be fair to him, looked great. I loved the cheap heat he was getting by um, doing the Guerrero taunts, doing the three amigos suplexes, <laughs> getting on the top ropes and doing the tour, and then hitting a pretty decent frog splash. To be fair, he got some height on it, and he got you know he. Uh, he got the moves in there, and I, I thought he looked good. I, I wouldn't go as far as saying he was Pat McAfee NXT as good, but he wasn't far off it. He looked good. His attire was stupid in a good way. That um, uh, Pokemon card, 3.8 million. Well, people have said Just that. He had a 3.8 million Pokemon card. I, I'm not convinced. Um, it must have been a copy. Why would you go with no, a four million dollar Pokemon card strapped no, to you he had and the, then just hand it to someone before the match? He had the Guinness World that. Record with him. He actually there was a picture of him with the Guinness World Record mm. with it. With it, it was actual card. Which Pokemon card is it? It's a Pikachu Illustrator. Lord Almighty, I don't, I don't know, nor do I care. Bottom. <laughs> what do we think of the and match? The turn. Pleasantly surprised, and the turn, of course. Yeah, I, I mean, local punk wrestle. When you take the Skull Crushing finale and you have to smile as you hit the floor. Mate, he no-sold that Skull Crushing finale. It, and the Miz hit it on him at the end. And then within 10 seconds, he was up cursing at the screen. He was back up on his feet. He was like, oh, oh. And I was like, Christ almighty. It was um, like you went tough enough and took a stunner. Where, so where do we think that's going then? Because I thought, I mean, Some obviously, as, yeah, but as I put with my... Um, predictions you know i thought the mysterious were going to win and then out of frustration because they lost i thought logan paul was going to turn on the miss and you know try and get the baby face eat from it but they won and despite the fact that they won the miss decided to turn on logan paul so is because the Miz baby face because people don't like Logan Paul or are they trying to make Logan Paul a baby face and have the Miz I think he the served a purpose, didn't he? I think Logan Paul served a purpose. He got eyes on the match. He had his marquee match at Mania. Miz doesn't need him anymore. They've done the match. And that's how the Miz is. He's underhanded and sneaky. So do you see a match between these two happening? Nah, they'll make up. They're both from Cleveland, don't they? They'll make up. They'll be fine. I know, Jamie, you just mentioned SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Oh, I mean, really bring it went... longer would it be WrestleMania backlash if they're going to do a match? No, I mean, it would be for Logan Paul, it's going to have to be one of the big four. Uh, I say big two, shall I say, between SummerSlam and next year's WrestleMania. But I don't think they're going to wait a year for that. So SummerSlam seems 
the logical place. SummerSlam is in LA as well, isn't it? So, uh, yeah. it is, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things that Logan Paul could go away for ages, the Miz could go and do his own thing, and all of a sudden he just turns up and goes, Yeah, I haven't forgot what you did. I want you at Summerfest. <laughs> Where's my family when you need it? Yeah, so we we yeah, we ended we'll the match and it'll be good. We, we thought it was a decent match. I did. I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's a lot better than I thought it would be. The, the only negative I will take from this is the fact that the WWE very very dangerously backing themselves into a corner when a non-wrestler celebrity looks better than a wrestler in the match. Because I'm sorry, but I'm just I I can't. Get sold on Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> that was exactly the same. He just looks like somebody that works behind a shop counter that's decided <laughs> to help his dad. I just he looks like a teenager that works in a theme park in a food kiosk in a theme park. His hits as well, like it looked like when he hit six one nine and stuff, he's just tickling and he's barely making impacts. He's not like hitting them properly. Um he, his strikes don't look believable. They don't and don't get me wrong, he can hit some moves, he'll be better in the ring than I'll ever be, but I just well, I don't know about that, Taryn. Oh, well, yeah. With his knees, of course he will. Um, we'll get you in CWE with face sash. We'll see how <laughs> yeah. um, no, It's the I, big mini-match just... that we all want. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, Logan Paul. It says something when Logan Paul looks better than a wrestler on the roster, but we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Who knows? Hopefully he'll improve over time because he's doing nothing for me now and he's been doing it for a couple of years. Moving on to... Potentially, well, uh, potentially the match of the night from a wrestling standpoint, or maybe even the match of the weekend, Becky Lynch um, against Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair getting the win, and I'm happy to say all four of us got points on this one. Storytelling! Yes, um, decent match. Good match. Very good, very, very good, yeah. Yeah, I'd say match of the night. We just missed the big whip like on Sasha Banks the year before um, against Becky. What I want to see was a big whip of air against Becky Lynch's face, causing a big contusion against the face. That would have been great. But uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it was, you know, a lot of the times you watch these women matches and they are good. Certainly in the last few years, they're good. They've got much better. But, but this one. From beginning to end, if it wasn't for the fact that my son started crying halfway through and I had I missed probably a good five minute chunk of it. Um what I saw was rather good, rather good. We are we, we saying that was the match of the of the weekend or of the night or um of night one, I would say. Okay. Okay. Oh and we're happy with the, the result, the winner. It makes booking sense. Yeah. Yeah, a, a promo on Raw was dreadful. I won. I did well. Yeah, thanks. You just went. I am the EST. <laughs> yeah, well done, love. But yeah, I, I tell you what, match was great. Exactly what we wanted. Yeah, match, pro match of the night one, I would have said. And we all got a point. We did. And to say we all got a point from one match to the next because we all got a point on the next one. And, you know, if, this, if that match wasn't going to be your match of the night, then surely this one was, because I actually thought this was a very good match, very well produced and put together. It was um, Seth freaking Rollins being unsuccessful against Mr. McMahon's hand-picked opponent. It was true. He was there. The all-roads lead to WrestleMania. Adrenaline in the cell, in the circle, at the cell. 
It was Andy came out to Kingdom, which made it even better. He did. I tell you what, though, because um, I mean, I, I, I the biggest shock for me of the weekend was the fact that Dan and Joe neither of them watched either event live. They <laughs> couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Anyway, so me and Jamie were watching them live, and we were chatting on our own chat, not to put any spoilers on for you two, of course, because we didn't want to spoil it. But when that pyro went off for a minute, I thought there was a big serve. I thought it was Jericho. I said to Jamie, I was like, it's Jericho. <laughs> but I honestly thought they were doing that pyro, and then it was going to go, break the walls down. Um, but yeah, um, it was Cody. Cody. Massive reaction. Very well done. Um, he was very happy to be there, as you could see. Did anybody see the video on YouTube that they uploaded afterwards of him getting yeah, yeah. backstage? That was Brandy yeah. had to get in there, didn't she? She had to get well, in there. He said to Brandy, he said, oh, if anything happens, I'll meet you on the bus. He thought yeah. it was going to be bottles thrown at him and everything. <laughs> um, no, I, I like that because I surely eventually, probably this time, well, I say this time, like this time next year, we will see um, an extended version of that because they'll probably put out like the WrestleMania. Do they the usually wait a year or do they? I think they do it for about SummerSlam, possibly. I don't think it's is that when it is. Yeah, they'll do the WWE 24 for WrestleMania and they'll probably do a WWE 24 Cody Rhodes as well. Yeah, I'd have thought so. Yeah. Ready, ready um, for what's after WrestleMania Backlash? Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, I think. Yeah. So he'll probably have a title match there or he'll be in the Money in the Bank match and he'll have a WWE title. Well, he's rumoured to be on. He's rumoured to be backstage at SmackDown tonight and so is Lacey Evans. So he could be set up for that, you know, already. About 10 minutes before we went on air as far as recording, because we are recording on a Friday for anyone that's listening. So this will be put up more or less straight afterwards. Um, They said that he's no longer scheduled to be on SmackDown, but can't take one. So he's probably just going to be on Raw, which, fair enough to me. We get Lacey Evans instead. Hopefully. It'd be nice to see her back. But going back to the match, um, I loved it. I thought the match was great. I was entertained all the way through. yeah, I, good storytelling. Was good storytelling. Interesting to see where they're going to go with it now. Whether or not Seth they have a, a rematch or something in Backlash or Cody is just going to. I I don't know whether it's right to just throw him in at the title, especially since Roman Reigns is the undisputed champion. Oh, spoilers! We haven't got to something with Sunday yet. Um, or whether they do it a different way. I, I, I'd put him at the minute as Red Hot favourite to be the winner of the Money in the Bank ladder match, as it sounds. They should probably do it that way. Um, Joe Rose. But yeah. No, I honestly think they do. And, <laughs> and I think Money in the Bank holders work better as heels as well, so it wouldn't surprise me if they quite quickly turned him heel. Maybe having Babyface leading up to Money in the Bank, win the Money in the Bank and turn heel after that, then he can... Do like a sneaky cash in at some point. Ezekiel's winning money in the bank. I'm sorry, it's Ezekiel. What? He's Jackson oh. or Elias's brother. This <laughs> right here. He's probably going to be released by money in the bank, poor self. Um, but yes, we we all happy with the match and the and the result. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. it was very, very good. And uh, props to Seth Rollins as well. Because I thought he played his role in that match really well as well. Um, we all get points for that as well, don't we? We do all get points for that one. Well, we all said, I mean, you're welcome. So I said, we, we all get a point for Cody. Is it two points because we all predicted Cody? I said, oh, we all we know it's Cody. We oh, all, we, I, I yeah, said, we all, all right, know it's then. Cody, but we'll we'll just throw in a bonus one as a random. Do we want bonus points for that then? Or we just got one, it's fine. We all knew it was Cody. We knew it was. We all got the same anyway, so it helps you add up. Well, I'll have the bonus. <laughs> and, uh, no one else. No. Yeah, but I um, went first, so I get the bonus point. 
Well, I probably could have done with the bonus points since on the next match, um, <laughs> there was only one person that scored a point, and it was Daniel, because Charlotte Flair somehow successfully retained her SmackDown Women's Championship against the Ronda Rousey. It just it, makes sense, Taryn. It just makes sense. Well, it must have done for you, because you were successful so far being the only one to get a point in, in one match. In a match that I... was a bit, bit clunky. Yeah, it was a bit murky. You're right, Joe. Talk us through it because it wasn't. But night one's better than night two. I hear you say. I I just thought that they were just like going through the motions. Obviously, rest. You know, not to break kayfabe. Obviously, obviously wrestling is you know a work, and they obviously had like things choreographed or things called. But it was just like really clunky. It didn't really match up and. I think Charlotte Flair had a couple of wardrobe malfunctions, shall we say, and it's just, it's just a bit, yeah, it just didn't quite click, I don't think. I think if you compare it to the Raw title match, the Bianca Bella and Becky Lynch match, and look at this one, this one didn't flow. It didn't feel like there was a beginning, middle and end on this one. It was just very much here, there and everywhere. And then it you know, almost suddenly ended for me. And I, I like the fact, in a way, that Charlotte, retained because that was a bit of a swerve as far as I was concerned anyway. Um I know you're nodding there, Dan. I know you still picked um Flair to win, but um, uh, would it be fair to say you were still a little bit surprised that she did win? Or No no that's I, I saw it that way all along. I couldn't oh, see both, I couldn't see both women's titles changing hands. I think it adds to the story. You can't because you and you can't have a hold in the belt hostage for the entire year. I think you've got to chase on it now. She can still be chasing it. They can still continue the story where if it was she'll win one it on done, SmackDown <laughs> tonight. Yeah, um, no, I'm happy with it, and it's how I thought it would go. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's how it was booked and how I thought it was going to go. Well, Ric Flair said it was the greatest women's wrestling match he'd ever seen. <laughs> he said on Twitter, so we know he'd had one or two too many sherries. <laughs> but before putting that on, there. he's obviously yeah. never seen that D M D. No, and he's never likely to do so in WWE because they never hire it because they want talent. He was about to sign with AEW he until, was. He, until he had that helicopter until, malfunction. Until the play ride from hell yeah. episode, yeah. Um, the cockercopter. At some point, it wasn't, I'm just going to mention it now because it was before this match. We had a rundown and, of course, the yearly tradition of the Hall of Fame. And of course, we got the we got the special taker entrance as well. Um, nice little suit. We did. Same and then, suit from the night before. Night, yeah. And then night two, WrestleMania Sunday, <laughs> they went. Oh, and here's a, a graphic of the Hall of Fame candidates again from this year. And oh, here's the Undertaker again. He's just going to come out <laughs> and wave again, wearing the same suit three nights in a row as well. So yeah, that filled fifteen minutes, didn't it? But. Um, well, that and the video huh. packages. How many video packages I mean, were at this WrestleMania? Well, I mean, you want to talk about it. I mean, obviously, we haven't talked about it because it wasn't on night one, but it got cut, 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 cut. Yeah, it got cut, but, and we'll get on to it on night two. It got cut, probably, because of how long The Undertaker was milking it for. That's why. <laughs> Dear Lord Almighty. But, yeah, uh, when we get on to night two, we'll talk about all 57 seconds of it. Don't you worry. This is why night one was better than night two. Don't be stupid. Main event time, then. I would hope we were all pleasantly surprised by this because I certainly was. We had the Kevin Owens show, which, let's be honest, 
it wasn't. It was the match we were all been waiting for. And you it you was said he weren't even going to wrestle. Properly. It was a proper match. I'm happy to be wrong on this one. I'm happy to have two consolation bonus points I am for this one. Um, and of course, we didn't predict this one because we weren't sure whether or not there was going to be a full match or just a scrap or, or just a stunner. But no, we got a full I match. said he was going to take bumps and everything, I said. And he did. And you know what? He took a few suplexes and he took a suplex onto the concrete as well. My dear um, Lord. He looked good. I was kind of hoping he'd take his top off just so I could see that sexy physique, just to see, no, just to see uh, if he that was ripped or not. But uh, yeah, really? he, he kept he kept it on. Uh, but I I thought he, he looked great. I'm happy for this. I don't want to see another match though. I don't want him suddenly go. Oh, I'm turning up at Saudi Arabia. I'm going to match. He's definitely wrestling. He's, at Saudi. No, he can't. To me, that needs to be the last thing he ever does. Saudi Arabia versus Seth Rollins. Yes. All right, then. Book it. Book it and see. Have trillions. Because obviously Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn aren't going to Saudi because, you know, Canadians. Well, no, they can't. It's not allowed. They don't want Sami Zayn there. Um, Were we thoroughly sports entertained by this match? Yeah, I was. And and I can't believe I'm asking. Did the right person win, or should Kevin Owens? Should Stone Cold have... Kevin uh, Owens got the first stunner, remember? Kevin Owens got the first stunner. He did, yeah. Which is That should have been it. Just imagine if he'd have hit that stunner. Imagine just, one, two, just three, having a fit one. on the floor. Like, he just damaged his neck from that stunner and it was over. <laughs> it was over. They've had to call it on the fly like the Rick Boots section, yeah. Uh, great way, though. You take, great way. You take that match out, there is no way in hell night one is even close to night two. Cody Rhodes match. The only the reason Anchor is LR because of match. Stone Cold. Stone Cold match, Bianca Belair match, Cody Rhodes match. All three of the matches were conglomerately better than most of night two. Most entertainment wise. Yeah, so overall it is. But good way to good way to end the show then and send the fans home happy. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And so we were We were pumped then. We were we were pumped to WrestleMania Sunday. Um I wasn't as pumped for us maybe something though because I thought, oh god, it's not going to be as good to see it. Something crap's going to happen here. But uh, no, it, it was fairly decent. So let's have better. a look then at WrestleMania Sunday. So we had another tag team match opening up WrestleMania Sunday. This time it was the triple threat tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships, and we successfully saw RK Bro. Street and Alpha Academy. Now I'm just gonna have Didn't Dango for Street Profits. Well, let's have a look. So what did we go for? Finally loses a point. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. It was me and you, Jamie. We both went for RK Bro. Bro. Joe went for Alpha Academy and Dan went for the Street Profits. Alpha Academy. Um so both me and you. But um Cable Stevenson at the end. Right, yeah, so good good opening match then. Yeah. Well, no, let's not talk about because you're forgetting because you're just looking on Wikipedia at the results. WrestleMania started with Triple H retiring in the ring. Ooh. Hanging his boots in the ring. But well, yeah, you forget about no, that. Yeah, because it's all just Night a bit nerve, two is better. It? It's it was all about the game. There's so many there. there's so many better yeah, that, to be fair. Yeah, that was really good. But I mean, you, you, 
I mean, we'll talk about it at the end, but the amount of pops that were on night two compared to night one. Night one, obviously, you had Cody, which is a great pop. But the amount of pops on night two is way more than night one. And hey. Triple H coming out, I mean, it is, we'll talk about it. But night what night two, starting off with Triple H coming to the ring, getting a massive pop. Thank you, Triple H. I did he like boots you, though, in the, the ring. Did he, didn't even have to say a word. Well, no, because it's over. It's over. I think the he just said welcome to WrestleMania, over. didn't he? But that was it. And yeah. then leaves his boots in and that was it. And it was a beautiful way to do it. Like I said, he got to do it in the ring at WrestleMania. I tell you why night one was better than night two. Don't be because stupid. what really annoyed me about night two, constantly between every single match, was recaps of what happened on night one. Yeah, it that's stupid. Still images or bloody short clips of oh, it was I yeah, was I like agree with that. Was like, but, but if you put all that together, that was probably that half an hour, 40 minutes of that. You could have had a couple of matches. There was a lot of clips in between it and like bits just like teasing the matches. Like, yeah, we know we've watched it. Like, have a like, yeah. quick five minute like recap of like the feud and then just get on with the match. And also, yeah, the, the Undertaker again, we mentioned it before, another really 20 minutes of him coming out. I just. No, it's almost like they wanted to make sure that anybody that wasn't there on Saturday got to see the Undertaker on Sunday. But let's be honest, most people, if you're going, if you're traveling to WrestleMania, surely these days now it's a two night event, you're spending that extra bit of money, you're saving up a little extra bit to go for two nights, especially if you're traveling overseas. Imagine any of us going to WrestleMania going, oh, we'll just go to Saturday or we'll just go to Sunday. <laughs> nah, we're. <laughs> we're scraping the barrel a bit more with a bit of extra cash on we to go to both but yeah, oh, yeah. So, solid opener and Joe you mentioned we saw Gable yeah um, he came in at the end they were having I think it was street puppets for having like solo cut toast with uh, RK Bro and uh, he had like um, uh, um, an exchange with Chad Gable he told him to shoosh and then Gable Stevenson suplexed him yeah, so Gable Stevenson is he's has he now finished his career outside of WWE? He won the NCAA championship for the second time. He's finally finished and he's going to start wrestling. Well, like professional wrestling training now, so it's going to be that transition. But he's a, he's a raw superstar, so who knows when we can see him pop back up again? Shouldn't be too much longer then, really, should it? No. Certainly, uh, certainly, sir. So. Good, uh, good opening match then. I will say, good solid opener. Um, the second match, yeah, I, this is where this is where it made more sense on WrestleMania Raw, the Raw after WrestleMania. This next one, um, because we all, apart from, we well, all apart from apart Dan, from... <laughs> apart from no, we all apart from Dan didn't get any points on this next one. Dan did. He successfully said that Lashley would defeat Omos. And uh, yeah, this match was terrible, 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 terrible. It's the big boy match. It's the big boys. The big boys are coming out to play. Huh? I don't think there's really much that needs to be spoken about about this match, really, at WrestleMania. I think it's more what happened on Raw. The fact that, of course, we got the turn. MVP turned on Bob the Lash and he's now aligning himself with Omos. The loser Omos. Well, yeah, because he knows he's far superior he is. It was just just a a bad day at the office. I thought it was a bit strange when MVP didn't come out with Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. I thought, that's weird. Where is he? 
But then when he's like hyping him up and he's standing at the background and then all of a sudden he's like, ah, you don't need me, huh? Well, I'll go with this guy. He needs me. It's good. I think it, it does help to elevate him a little bit. And Lashley doesn't really need a manager. You know, he says yeah. his name is Finley and he loves to fight. Well, I say his name is Finley and he's a bastard. He can <laughs> talk thing- on the microphone. He's fine. Exactly that. That's the point I was going to make. Whilst it doesn't make any sense that MVP would align himself with the loser of the match, it makes complete sense that Bobby Lashley doesn't need a manager and doesn't need a mouthpiece. Almost absolutely does. He, I, I don't know if he's ever spoken much or cut a promo, but if he has, I'm sure it's terrible. Um, he needs a mouthpiece. And that's exactly terrible. somebody who should have a mouthpiece. There isn't a word for it, but if there was... He did it. He had terrible. a promo on Raw when Bobby Lashley came out, though, didn't he? I can't he was just there in the it. ring with the announcer, and then all of a sudden Bobby Lashley came out. And they were... <laughs> uh, but yes, the match at Mania was quite forgettable as far as I'm concerned, and uh, we will move on. From one terrible match to another terrible match, a terrible wrestling match, the Anything goes match between Johnny Knoxville. The match of the weekend. Sammy Let's just say that right now. Johnny Even Dan saying five stars. He had that five up there. Five stars. So from a wrestling standpoint, of course, it was a terrible match. However, from an entertaining standpoint, I was thoroughly sports entertained and I did enjoy watching it. So Johnny Knoxville successfully uh, went over Sami Zayn on this one. I'm going to double check, but I'm quite sure we all went with Knoxville. No, he didn't. Dan went with Sami Zayn. Yes, he doesn't get a point. He doesn't get a point. Um, I one now and again. But we saw the greatest body slam since WrestleMania 3. So we saw. I'm going to tell my kids that was on Jay the Giant. (laughs) (laughs) I was just disappointed that we didn't get to see Preston Lacey. I thought he was going to come out and like splash Sammy Zayn or something, all that weight. Um, But no, he wasn't there. But I I did like, look, we knew this wasn't going to be a wrestling match per se. And we knew that there was going to be some sort of really being an anything goes match. They were going to incorporate some of like the jackass stunts in some way or another. You know, we got to see that we saw the bowling ball, we saw May Young and Mark Henry's uh, hand, didn't we? Which, of course, is from Jackass 3. Um, go and get the soup if anybody knows that clip. Go and bring the soup. And, of course, a slap of the hand. The mousetrap that was a bit botched at the end, but they got it to work. Um, and, of course, all the mousetraps on the table as well. The Sami Zayn took a decent spot from the top rope onto the outside. There were some, yeah, there were some, when I say decent spots, there were some entertaining spots. And as I said, I was thoroughly sports entertained. I don't think there's any of us here that can say really that the only, thought, oh, was... The only thing that would have made it better to get that like a better WrestleMania moment was when Party Boy came out and started dancing. Big Dick Johnson. Of course came out he did. I forgot just... about Party Boy. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I wanted them to play the music. I wanted the music to come on. And, yeah. to start and then Big it. Dick Johnson to come out and just start doing it against each other. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the WrestleMania moment and certified night two as better than WrestleMania well, ever. Um. Sammy Zayn has put out on Twitter that he said it was one of his favourite matches that he's ever done and he's really, really proud of it. And I can see what he it means is. from a, you know, not from a wrestling standpoint, but from a putting on a show standpoint. It was great. And, you know, people people will remember that. And 
you know, nobody was expecting Johnny Knoxville to be like Logan Paul or Pat McAfee as far as wrestling ability. This was always going to be a comedy match. This was always going to be something that Jim Cornette would hate. Let's put it that way. Um, and I have read that, of course, he, he did. But I was entertained. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And we all got a point apart just, from um, Dan. Uh, just going through, obviously, our chat from that night to see what you said. And then it came up with the line. Which was the line of the weekend. Was it me that said it or you? I no, this remember. is me who said it. Oh. This is the line of the weekend. I don't know if you guys caught it on commentary, but it was Corey Graves to Byron Saxton. And he says, I don't listen to anything you say, Saxton. You're the type of guy who went to prom with his sister. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably is true. Poor old Byron. Yeah. Fourth match of the night, then. I'm going to gloss over it very quickly. I thought it was quite poor, um, but I expected it to be quite poor. The multi-women's women's tag team championship match. And the only real thing that... I thought Liv Morgan looked amazing. I was like, yes, when I saw her, she looked pretty fine. Um, the only thing I think that we need to make a decent point out of this is that only two people score points on this. And it was me and Jamie because Dan went for Zelina and Carmella to retain. And Joe went for Morgan and Ripley to win the titles. And guess what, guys? It didn't happen. So that's a point for me. Well, you have to Jamie. get a point eventually, don't you? You do. No, it's right. And I'll happily take one from this. Anybody wanted to make any note of anything important from this match? Or were we all just a bit... I went and made uh, a cup of tea when it was on, to be honest. Yeah, man. And you didn't even watch it live, so you could have just, you know, skipped it. But no, you were quite happy to have the match just carry well, it takes on. It about five minutes to brew the good tea, doesn't it? Because you're brewing a good cup of tea, it takes about five minutes. So I just gave him an excuse. Fair enough. What do we think then of Edge versus AJ Styles? I feel like this is a match that could kind of not split the room, but what did we what did we think? I think well, hang on, hang on. Before we get to this, however, I will say. I'm going to take a nice deep breath before I say this. <sighs> there was only one person that successfully said that Edge would be the winner of this match. And it was me. Everybody else went for AJ Styles. And Jamie, Jamie, he's back. He went away. I want to say this Bro. again because Jamie missed it. Only you got a point one, for Edge. Only one person said that Edge would be the winner of this match. And it was me. So that should be a bonus. I'm pretty sure he's still bottom. <laughs> Probably, I'll add it all up at the end. Um, I. Well, I mean, I know, I know, I know. I, I, it was better than Nakamura and AJ from a few years ago, but again, I feel like I mean, it went on a bit too long. It was nearly twenty-five minutes, and I feel again like the only real thing that I can remember for from it is the end when Damien Priest aligned himself with Edge. I can't really remember anything else. But, but I do remember it being okay. I do remember the match being The entrance was really good. good. That flaming chair. Yes, yes. And, uh, I'm, still, I'm still getting used to Edge's new music. What was that Joe from? Undertaker. What about him? Sorry. No. What? What, what? what about the Undertaker? Is he back? He's gone. Joe, he's, nope, he's, gone. he's gone. He's gone. I'm assuming I think that he Joe said... was mentioning that the, it was very Undertaker-esque. Undertaker-esque is entrance, yeah. yes. And, and, and it was. And like I say, I am still getting used to Edge's new music, but it certainly fits his new persona. Damien Priest has aligned himself now with him. There are rumours that it's going to be a faction rather than a tag team. And there are rumours, I think, I read that 
Rhea Ripley may join, and I'm oh. sure I read somebody else, and I can't remember who. Yeah, the whole Rhea thing with as well. the whole Rhea Ripley thing. Apparently, oh. there was purple in yeah. the background of when she was backstage, yeah. and obviously, she's kind of teasing the turn against Liv Morgan. So that's why obviously they didn't win. Who said Liv was gonna win? Me. Did anyone say, my dear lord? Yeah, How many people yeah, said yeah. Sasha? What on in the tag match? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I missed was, that. Sorry. It was only me and you. We were the only ones oh, that, that, that. I like how you keep saying it's only. Then there's two people. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, it was all of us besides these two. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, anybody want to make any particular note of the AJJ match? Because, like I say, apart from the end, I can't really. Other than. I should really go back and watch it because I I was entertained. I did enjoy the match, but I just can't really remember much I think of the spots. I was tired. It was disappointing. I think I asked. I, we had a poll on our Twitter. Well, I'll get onto it if you let me. Um, we had a poll on our Twitter page, basically saying, "What do you think is going to be the match of WrestleMania?" And most of our followers on Twitter were saying that it was going to be the match of the weekend. It was not the match of the weekend. To be honest, it was probably middle of the stack. I would put Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. Above that match, to be honest, hey, it, was, right, it was no, okay. Right. It was it was just an okay match. It just it didn't really do anything. I I was I'd be honest. I was bored during it. And then when they had the screwy thing with Damien Priest at the end, I was thankful because it actually gave a bit of flavour to it. To be fair, I'll be honest with it. It just wasn't what I thought. I thought it was going to be a nice grappling technical masterpiece, and it wasn't. It was just a bit of a. I know wrestling's a pantomime, but we all went into that going. That's going to be match of the night. And when Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Is a better match. Something's going wrong there, something. Yeah. I mean, that's that's your perception, and that. I mean, look at Jamie. I'm not sure if Jamie match agrees of or the not. weekend. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. It's going to be talked about for me years to come. Better than WrestleMania 10. Shawn Michaels and Razor Runner. <laughs> All I can say now is the clip that you sent me, Jamie, whilst we were watching WrestleMania. Lord. Yes, from <laughs> Billy Madison itself. My dear, my dear Lord. Lord. My dear Lord. <laughs> but yes, a point just for me on that one. Moving on to match of the weekend, the one minute 40 spectacular where both Sheamus and Ridge Holland defeated the team of the New Day. I did like the New Day's homage to Biggie, the fact that they were both wearing the singlets. Still lost. That was quite nice. Stupid. But less than two Yeah, how minutes. did the predictions go on that one? I think what we need to do on that particular one is just declare... Because of Biggie's injury, null, null and void. Null and void <laughs> on that one. We just need to... Um, uh, you and Joe both said that Seamus and uh, Rich Holland would win, so you both get a point. It just <laughs> makes fucking sense, Darren. Well, Butch was uh, very animated at ringside, very animated. Oh, Butch I'm was. sure he was very My animated. The fact that his name is stupid, but <laughs> yeah, we're going to gloss over they that could, one. They could have fit that into night one if it was only one minute 50, though. It yeah, well. Zero, what, what did Meltzer score? Is 0.25. The fact he even rated it. The fact he gave it a rating but didn't give a match that we're going to come on to after the next match a rating. Just, yeah. He didn't rate the Sami Zayn match either. He gave it dud. Yeah, he did it. Well, see, that goes to show that your perception is stupid that you thought the Sami Zayn match was better than the Edge match where Meltzer doesn't even give it a rating. Null and void. Well, as Seth Rollins said uh, when he was interviewed by the guys at Gorilla Position, the guy's an idiot. 
What's he doing? Giving away eight, nine stars a match now? Guys, an idiot. <laughs> I agree with you, Seth Rollins. I, I agree that the Meltzer ratings are pretty pointless these days. One could argue he always have been, but in the last few years, definitely. Pat McAfee defeated Austin Theory in a match which I was entertained by. I thought it was rather good. Pat McAfee looked decent. Um, so did Austin and Theory. So this match was the biggest pops of the weekend. Several you probably pops thought this, this was the match of the weekend. I'd say it was about third. This I mean, is... coming, coming out to Seven Nation Army. Like, we, the pop on us, that at all. Yeah. None of us scored a point on this. All of us said us in theory would win. Which, I just... What is the point? Right. Well, let's it do makes these two sense matches where together. Let, yeah, but let's do these two matches together. So, we saw it. We actually saw... <laughs> Mr. McMahon have a match. It happened. And he defeated Pat McAfee by pinfall. So how weak and stupid does that make Austin Theory look? I'm sorry, but Austin no, Theory is loses. The chairman. Yeah, but Austin Theory loses to Pat McAfee, who then gets beaten by a 70-odd-year-old man in a match in about three minutes. I'm sorry, but lazy booking. Austin Theory will be US champion. Austin Theory is going to be US champion within the next month. He was actually confirmed as the next chosen one, the next universal champion. Vince said it himself. So why then lose to Pat McAfee, then lose to a 70-year-old? It doesn't matter. Fandango beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and then look what happened to him. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't matter. All everyone's going to remember is that wicked superplex, that moonsault, And everyone taking stunners. That's all. I, if you all see, everyone's going to remember is the stunner of the year to Vince McMahon. Oh, and let's get to why night two is better than night one. It was great to see Stone Cold come out. Uh, again, let's talk about the pops of Vince McMahon sure, taking man. a shot off and everybody losing their fucking minds because it was actually happening. <laughs> that Vince was getting in the ring and you were losing your mind. I was losing my mind. Before, it's never going to happen. It's it never going to happen. And then it went. Ding, ding, ding. And that was a bigger pop than Stone Cold's match. <laughs> match of the night, match of the year. Um, and then it got a minus two by Meltzer. <laughs> look, I don't care that the Stone Cold Summers of Instant Man was terrible. I don't care because I almost forget about that because I was just entertained by the fact that Stone Cold, it came full circle. The first stunner that was ever delivered to Vince McMahon by Stone Cold was awful and potentially... The last it's like Vince did it on purpose. Awful. So and it, literally that storyline from nineteen ninety eight or ninety nine, I want to say, ninety eight. Right. I don't know. Ninety eight yeah. or ninety nine has come all the way to two thousand twenty two and potentially the last ever coming together of Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. And whether or not it's gonna be, it should be. That should be the end of it. That should really be the end of Mr. McMahon as an on screen character. Stone Cold and Vince is Saudi Arabia. But it all came full circle. Terrible stun to start with, terrible stunner to end with. Be a bash. Um and what what a stunner the stunner to theory selling it. Forget all the selling of the rock doing it. That that was great. And the stunner to Pat McAfee was friendly as well, and then that oh Oh, yeah, the, the, gif of, the, gif, the gif of the weekend right there. Pat McAfee just lying on the floor drinking the beer. <laughs> that will be the gif that keeps on giving. <laughs> it will be the gif of the year. It'll be, I bet you that will be moment of the year. It will be the 
It was terrible. Slammy Award. Terrible. Pat terrible. McAfee. But no. Right. Pat McAfee was great. And the amount it of was. pops during that, during those 10, 15 minutes, it was great. It no, was. It was. They were WrestleMania moments, and I will remember. The thing is, I'll you remember, remember more night two more than, than I will. night one. No, no. Anyway. And you will. You let's know get you on will. to the main event, where I'm happy to say we all scored a point because Roman Reigns successfully defended my tribal his, chief, or rather won the undisputed championship. Thank you, my, my tribal, tribal chief. chief. <laughs> Thank you, my tribal chief. Thank you. What I will say who's... is, is it was probably for me the most disappointing match of the whole weekend, just because. Did he injure his arm or something? Well, yeah. So we'll get on to that now because. Obviously, I thought, surely, with them going to end it on a bit of a sour note of Reigns winning, The Rock's going to come out, they're going to set something up. That didn't happen, it just ended, but that was more wishful thinking. I, I, I read somewhere online that there was only about seven moves in the entire match, um, or seven different moves, and that included punches, like punches, kicks, there were two, suplexes, spear, Superman punch, F5, there's six, and there was something else. And it was a 13-minute match, 12-minute, 50-minute match, and there were seven minutes altogether. And it was just a typical... I think you've seen one Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns match. You've seen them all. And again, it was just very by the book, by the book, by the book, and it was just... Meh. So I don't think... Very much like the Rick Boone situation of him getting injured. Whilst I don't think they changed the result on the fly, Reigns was always going to win. I think they ended the match differently and quicker than they should have done because of what was done. I think I've read online that that is the case just because there was a bit of an issue too late. So we all scored a point. So we all know that we're whether we're happy or not with the result, we all know that that was the result that we're going to go with and it makes booking sense. What interests me now and what what I'd be interested to hear from you guys is is what happens from here. So we had the promo. We had the promo on Raw that ended Raw on a bit of a damper, a bit of a is that it type thing where Reigns just came out and basically said, I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing until Friday night, so tune in on Friday. My Austin theory, my theory on that is is because they don't don't know or didn't know on Monday how bad Reigns' injury was going to be. I think if they knew it was really bad, he'd have had to vacate the title on Monday. I think come Monday, they were still like, oh, is this something he can ride out for a month or so without having to defend it so we don't need to strip it or are we going to have to strip it and we're not going to know for a few days and that's why we can't announce anything till Friday. So I'm going to say tonight, Reigns, I'm going to say it, Reigns vacates the title on SmackDown tonight. I think the injury is worse than they thought it was going to be and they've needed a couple of days to confirm that. He's going to vacate the title and, I mean, who knows, do they just give the title to Lesnar or do they have no more tennis match? I don't know. But that's my prediction. Whether you guys agree or not, I think you must agree that that's the reason they did the promo, though, that they did on Raw that way, because they weren't quite sure yet of what the severity of the injury was. Potentially. But I think I could see an acknowledgement tournament. They're going to have like a tournament to see who's going to face him next, who's going to acknowledge him next. He doesn't have to wrestle for a month, does he? He can yeah, just chill he on the did. sidelines for a month. Lesnar didn't defend his belt for months. He didn't defend it for two, three, yeah. four months when, he, when he's had belts before. So he doesn't have to defend but it. But if this he is a, he's out, 
if this is he's an out for six to twelve months through, though, then he's gonna have to vacate it. I think he you might give the one that belt injury. Up. It was a proper. Uh, it was nasty. He might give the one belt up because that means like Raw can just have a new champion who can do it. But I could see like an acknowledgement tournament. Who's going to acknowledge me next? All of these people want to step up. They have people like Ricochet in it, Sheamus in it. You know, you've got Cody Rhodes potentially going in it and climbing up and showing that he's worthy. I, I could see more of a tournament, but I can't see him just vacating the belt. It just doesn't sound. Or somebody just comes out and goes, "Well, I'll challenge you for one now," and then they shockingly beat him or something. You know. Um, I don't know. You could have someone like a Walter do it, potentially. Or you could just have Paul Heyman turn to go with Brock Lesnar, yeah. and it was all a ploy. <laughs> let's say he is injured then, and he has to vacate the titles. Do they either? Let's say they don't split the titles. Let's say just say for the time being, they keep it as the undisputed WWE Universe or Unified Universal. Whatever. Do they just hand the title to Brock? Would that make sense because he lost, or do they have to have a number one contenders match? And if so, who's the new battle royal? Battle royal and Jinder Mahal wins. Battle royal and the last two are Mad Mad Cat Moss and Brock Lesnar. (laughs) For me, if they don't hand the title, if he is injured, let's say he is, and they don't hand the title to Brock, which I don't think they should do. Realistically, the only person that I can see holding it at the moment who should hold it at the moment because he's been dealt like shit the last few months is Drew McIntyre winning it. Personally, I don't think Cody should have it yet. It's too, defends too it against Tyson Fury in September in Cardiff. God's sake. Yes, he will. Yeah, yes. I agree with Cody Rhodes. Needs to have that story of him building up yeah. to the title for his dad. He's not just going to win it straight away. Oh, who else other than Drew McIntyre be... should be a world champion at the moment? Sheamus. Besides Brock. Oh, for Christ's sake, Sheamus. No. Finn, um, Finn besides Brock. No, Kevin Owens. Gonna... Maybe Kevin Owens. I can see Kevin Owens. Sam no, Ballard. could you imagine? Like Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn does it for the boys. Drew, Drew McIntyre, Randy Seth Orton. Rollins. Riddle. Or, or, not Riddle, no. He's kind of silly. Yeah, Seth Rollins. No, Ram, could you um, imagine? No, I, I've called it right now. What if no. The Rock comes out and does it? <laughs> and they're just going to the tile to it. <laughs> no, or, or, I mean, I don't think they're ever going to do it, but they should because, obviously... They kind of have that sour relationship with Ric Flair at the minute. Could you imagine the pop if John Cena just comes out and wins the title for the 17th time? It ain't happening. No, just give it to him for the 17th. And there you go. Just have it. <laughs> it could, be, it could be Bray Wyatt. The Fiend could come back. No, some people were. The evil is it. mine. <laughs> Release her. She's Release. getting married this weekend. She won't yeah, be. Yeah, that's why she hasn't been about, yeah. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Also, congratulations tonight. to Carmelo and Corey oh, Graves fair. getting Could've married today should've, as should've, well. Should've, John fair, Moxley fair, turning fair. up in a Cincinnati Bengals t-shirt. Fair, fair, <laughs> and a bum bag. Uh, <laughs> good old Mox. We'll see what happens then, but as what for if, Mania... No, what if... What if, could you imagine, it's never going to happen? But, I mean, this this is more likely than John Cena. But what if Roman Reigns in there says, I've beaten everybody in that locker room. There's nobody else. No, 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 no. It ain't that. It's never It's never going to happen. I guarantee you, when it comes to his contract, ready to expect, he'll re-sign with AEW. That's more likely to happen. Maxwell. Mania night one and night two, Saturday and Sunday then. What are we rating it then? I assume we're giving both nights a thumbs up. So what we what do you want? Do you want an out of ten or a letter grading? What should we go with? Still out of ten. 
out of 10, so night one, night two, and an overall. I'd probably give night one an eight, night two, seven, but overall, I'd say eight out of 10 for WrestleMania, for me personally. I enjoyed it much you were more. Six out of 10. Yeah, no, no, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was better than the last two or three main years. I know the yeah. last two or three have been pandemic anyway, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Solid eight out of 10. Pleasantly surprised. And it made me want to watch Raw and probably want to watch SmackDown as well. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I think I think seven, uh, you know, sevens and eights overall and eights, yeah, spot on. So, yeah, Jamie, sevens across the board. Fair enough. And Seven for both nights, but night two just edges it for all the pops. And the only thing that was bigger bigger than WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday, or bigger than WrestleMania at all, was the biggest news of the week with the official relaunch for 2023 of the XFL. So we await that with base red for the third time. I know, it's not great. They should have just kept the last one. Um, But the third time, lucky, come on, the Renegades, even if they carry on with the team. Who knows? But that was WrestleMania. That was WrestleMania Saturday. That was WrestleMania Sunday. And that was NXT and Raw. We look forward to seeing what happened with SmackDown. And we'll have a look at the points. No, go on. I'm going to tally up the points. So whilst I'm tallying up the points, you chat whatever crap you can chat. So are you all saying seven and eights across the board? Yeah. For WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure you gave Revolution a nine. And you're saying it's pay per view of the year, and you gave Revolution a higher score. I was sports entertainment. <laughs> Revolution was a nine out of ten, and you're still saying WrestleMania's better. It's the minor leagues that can't really be closer. It's a, it's on New Japan now. Yeah, it's on New Japan World. It's all about that ROH. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, if you want to talk a little bit about um, that, I think did we mention Samoa Joe? <laughs> Went to Ring of Honor, we did, didn't we? And obviously, he's he had his match in it on Rampage. Rampage. Yeah, he, yeah, he won his first match on Dynamite to progress through the Owen Hart tournament. Um, yeah, good old Samoan Joe. And we might be getting a new member in the uh Blackpool Combat Club as well. I love it, I love the fact it's the Blackpool Combat Club and the teachers. Yes, just that's a my the hometown. Town lives hometown. in Preston. No, I don't. I was born in Blackpool anyway. Were you even born in Blackpool? Probably not. Yes, probably, of course I was. Probably fraud. Victoria Hospital. So was I've I. lived in I've lived in Blackpool longer than you. And you can't say anything. You lived in a foreign country for years. Oh my right, you're not gonna believe this. I've toppled up the scores. Here we go. A damned one. <laughs> Three people scored the same, and one person scored one point more. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> was it that close? All right. So it was that close. Even with me, I scored eight. Jamie scored eight. Joe scored eight. And Dan scored nine. <laughs> the evil is nine. <laughs> the evil is nine. So let's add that on. Let's have a look. Wasn't well, so crazy those predictions winning. after all. Smoking crack. Yeah, I think that, I think that was what was said. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Tyron kept saying you were smoking crack all night. <laughs> Just watch the product, you know. Okay, and this is your updated prediction table. 
Joe and Taryn both on 22 points. Dan on Dan on 24 and Jamie on 28. So Jamie is four points above Dan at the moment. Still but yeah, coming from I'm still coming, coming from, from there. I was just about to say then coming from the rear. That does sound great, does it? <laughs> Slowly, are you still, are you still from in the rear. No, well, me, me and Joe are both on twenty-two. Somebody's so gonna get the head kicked. We're two points behind you, Dan. We're um, we're catching up, and that Not is the quiz, okay. well. Speaking of the quiz, Dan's on six points, Joe's on one, Jamie's on two, and I'm on one, and I am hosting this week. So ten questions. Right, go on, Joe. Let's finish <laughs> off the show. Ten yeah, questions on a. WrestleMania-themed quiz. And here Whoa. we go. No Googling. Oh God. Pen to paper. I have Question pen and paper, don't you? One. Question one. The Hardy Boys won the Raw Tag Team titles in a ladder match during their return at WrestleMania 33. But which team entered the match as the champions? Oh, dear. Question oh, two, true or false, the only WrestleMania casket match The Undertaker ever competed in was against Mark Henry. Someone's done the WrestleMania quiz off WWE.com. Have you done it before, have you? Yeah, I, I thought Jamie's going to do it last week, so I played it before last week's part. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Probably all of it. Question three, which man is the only superstar to cash in the money in the bank at Mania? Ken Anderson, lovely. Question four, who acted as the manager for the headbangers at WrestleMania 13? Oh, sorry. No, let me say that one again. Who acted as the manager for the British Bulldogs at WrestleMania 2, should I say? I reworded that question. I was going to say, because the question was true or false, this person yes, managed Yes, it was. I reworded ah! it, yeah. So, which, uh, so, who acted as the manager for the British Bulldogs at WrestleMania 2? Lovely. Well, Dan's got 100 He's probably going to get them all, because I've lifted them all. <laughs> oh, there. for I God's sake! <laughs> which one am I on now? Question 4 or 5? You're moving on to question number five. Number five. Who said the following at WrestleMania 30? This is your destiny. You hear me? This is your destiny. Next question. After defeating Molly Holly at WrestleMania 20, what did Victoria do to Molly Holly? They were a nice hug. Next question. What is the shortest match at WrestleMania? True or false, Daniel Bryan has won or defended a championship at every WrestleMania in which he has competed. So he's won or defended a championship at every WrestleMania he's competed. What number was that one? Eight. Eight. Good. Question nine. Which superstar was the last one to win a Money in the Bank contract at WrestleMania? Bottom. 
Which superstar was the last one to win the Money in the Bank contract at WrestleMania? Cool. And the last question, what is The Undertaker's WrestleMania record? Cool. Okay. Are we all done? I am. Good. Mm-hmm. Right then, so question one. Who went into Mania as the tag champions when the Hardys won? Jamie. Um, I went for the No, he doesn't know. He's gone. What? No, yeah. I, I was, I was, for some reason, I was going New Day and I realised they weren't even in the match. Uh, so I went Gallows and Anderson. I don't even think they were in it. Joe. Papa. Dan. Gallows and Anderson. It was Gallows and Anderson. I Question... had to think about it because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. The true or false, the only WrestleMania casket match the Undertaker ever competed in was against Mark Henry. Dan. True. Joe. True. Amy. True story. It was true. Next question. Which superstar is the only one to cash in the money in the bank at Mania, Joe? Seabug. Jamie. Seth Rollins. Dan. It was the heist of the century, Seth Rollins. Of course it was in Seth Rollins. In the triple Rollins. threat, man. Where have you been, Joe? He's got every right to be. It's a public ball. Um, Dan, who was the manager of the British Bulldogs at WrestleMania 2? Ozzy Osbourne. Dan, uh, Joe. Same Ozzy Osbourne. Jamie. Well, I'm going to say Ozzy Osbourne too. (laughs) (laughs) You could all have a point. Of course it was. Joe, who said at WrestleMania 30, this is your destiny? You hear me, and this is your destiny. Shane McMahon. Dan. Paul Heyman. Jamie. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Said it to Brock Lesnar. Five for five so far. Next question. (laughs) Who would have thought? (laughs) Next, Next question. Jamie, what did Molly Holly do? Oh, sorry. What, what did Victoria, Victoria do? do to Molly Holly? Shave that head. Dan. Shave that head bald. Joe. Shave her head. Correct. Dan, what is the shortest match at WrestleMania history? Molly Taron. I think it might be The Rock versus Eric Rowan. Oh, is it? Okay, then Jamie, what have you put? The Rock versus Eric Rowan. It was like six seconds. You just rock bottomed him. Cheers. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Say Rock versus Eric Rowan. There we go. Lovely stuff. Eric Redbeard. <laughs> um, what number are we on now? Eight. Number eight. Eight. Uh, Dan, true or false, Daniel Bryan has won or defended a championship at every WrestleMania he's competed. Well, Taron, I think it's false because he teamed up with Shane McMahon in a tag team match, if I'm not mistaken, when he oh. came back out of retirement. <laughs> Did he? Joe. False. Jamie. Yeah, I'll go false, too. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Number nine. Joe. Let's go to Dan for all of them first. <laughs> Joe, who was the last person to win the money in the bank at WrestleMania? The Miz. Jamie. CM Punk. Joe. 
Uh, Dan. Hey. <laughs> um, Jack Swagger. It was Jack Swagger. Well, he's won. He's won, everyone. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie, what's the Undertaker's WrestleMania record? Uh, I went 21 and 2. Joe. Same 21 and 2. Dan. 24 22. and 2. 24. Oh, you're all wrong. It's 26 and 2. Dear God Almighty. Ah, it doesn't matter. I won anyway. 9 out of 10. When they wrote this quiz on um, WWE, they put 25 and 2, but that was before he beat AJ Styles in the Boneyard. Man. Well, he didn't technically beat him. He just walked away from Oh, well, he basically did. Total up your scores. What have we got? Fine. No, Jamie. Eight. Who would have got the tiebreaker then if there was a tiebreaker? How many Go seconds on, was that Eric Rowan and the Rock match exactly? Six seconds. Six seconds. That's what I said before. I said it before. <laughs> and Joe, <laughs> said, Joe said seven minutes 40. <laughs> right. There we go. Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're Grapplecast Show. You can find us on your Spotify's, your Deezer's, all of those malarkeys. But you can also find us on the social medias. Again, Grapplecast Show. We're on the Facebook, the Twitters, the Instagram. But with, when you listen to the podcast, make sure you give us a like and you subscribe. And more importantly, if you can, if you feel like it, give us those five stars. You can do it on Spotify too as well, then. And, and of course, make sure that you go on doweread.com and do all of the quizzes so you get all the answers right. Yeah, I was very lazy this week. <laughs> I've had a busy, tiring week. I haven't slept for three weeks. This week. I, I did it because I thought that that's what you were going to use last week, Jamie. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to read this quickly. I, thought you I, I don't rehash other people's quizzes. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't oh. usually, no. <laughs> My dear Lord. I mean, it, well, I mean, it couldn't have been. Uh, at least Joe hasn't had the worst quiz ever now. I, I got kids. The quiz next week. <laughs> well, he's got kids. <laughs> he's got kids. <laughs> Um, yeah, he used to be a stunt double for The Miz. <laughs> oh, dear he wears Lord a string vest. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jamie, then sign us off because we shall see everybody as normal next week. Well, I guess without further ado, I must bid you a good night and goodbye. And just before we go, it's just been announced. Here's some breaking news on the pod. WWE Jesus, made... I've already signed us off. <laughs> WWE have made an official announcement on the status of the NXT Tag Team Championships, and they have said, here it is. Vacated. The current NXT Tag Team Champions have relinquished the titles. Oh, they've relinquished them, have they? Right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, new champions will be crowned this Tuesday on the USA Network. Stay tuned to WWE.com and WWE social accounts for updates. There we go. Until next week, then, we will see you all then. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.